0: Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Ridge Community Church Podcast. My name is John. I'm one of the pastors on staff at the Ridge and our vision is to bring the hope of Jesus into every home. So as a piece of that, our goal each week is to bring you something that's hopeful and helpful. So subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any hopeful and helpful conversations. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to this week's podcast episode. As a church, we're entering into a season that we call Live Big. I'll let our guest today the Compassion Director at The Ridge, Kelly Ager, describe Live Big a little bit more. But during this series, we partner heavily with some nonprofit and charitable organizations. So in this week's episode, we're going to talk to Kelly about how we pick those organizations, some helpful tips for deciding what charities that you want to give to, and some red flags to look out for when you're researching organizations to give to. This is my conversation with Kelly. Hey Kelly, thanks for joining the podcast again. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Are you excited? Are you more excited for this round or was last round better? I don't know. Um, this one, for sure. Okay. Well, and I'll yeah, save I mean, that for the next one too. Oh, boom. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess that makes sense, right? We're about to enter your busiest time of the year, hands down. So it would make sense that you're like the most excited to talk about it. What is yeah. this? Is uh, uh, we're about to head into something called Live Big, what is this season like for you?
1: Yeah, uh, live big. It is definitely, um, it part of my world. Uh, live big is our annual series where we, we challenge our people and just challenge people in general to, uh, give, serve and love your community. And it, it really comes directly from Jesus himself, but we hear it through Paul in the book of Acts. And I'm totally paraphrasing this, but Acts, um, 2035 he he says it's more blessed to give than to receive and and that's what live big is about and we're going into our sixth year and every year that we do this i said man this is going to be better than last year this is going to be better than last year and it is it always is
0: yeah what what have been some really cool things that have happened from live big
1: oh gosh um you know So we have an opportunity, okay, so Live Big is is kind of a twofold. We challenge our people to to give financially, but also to Mm -hmm. give in in means of serving, serving others, serving our partners, and um, financially 100% of what is given during our series, which is usually about four weeks, 100% of that goes out to our partners. And so, for a brief moment, I get to beat Oprah. I joke about this. And um, what is my partner's version of a cup? So I get to, you know, we get to talk to them. Usually we hit them up around midsummer and just ask them, you know, dream big. What's that that tangible thing that um, you want? But financially, you just haven't been able to budget it in. And so what's your version of a car? Because I want to give you a car and you a car and you a car. Um, And so it's been fun. Um, Last year was our biggest year yet. Um, Our God is much bigger than me because I um, was hoping to break that 100K, that six-digit mark that we had hit the year before. And he came in and did way more than what we were expecting. And so um, we were able to give City on a Hill, we were able to help them purchase a van so that they could reach more young families and young people. Um, and the van, it since they've, they received the van last year, they've been able to take dozens of kids to camp where they get to learn about Jesus. Uh, they get to bring in individuals and help them assist in their monthly health clinic. Um, during COVID, CareNet saw the number of mothers coming into their, their facilities rise pretty significantly. So they knew that they needed um, their sonographer that was working part-time to go more full-time. And so through Live Big, they were able to financially fund um basically a salary took for this person for their sonographer to work full time so they were able to hire her and um, our partner Hope Street. uh, We helped fully fund brand new flooring and all of their apartments and um, provide some new appliances for each of the units and this really just brings their people, not just the joy, but also a sense of dignity to where they're living. And so that, I mean, those are just a couple of examples. Yeah, and
0: that's itself. a, that's kind of like amazing stuff that
1: happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so take me a step back. Um, and uh, you, you kind of, you mentioned a lot of the examples of like the organizations that we partner with. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit about, hey, w- what is a partner? Um yeah. I guess you can give, like, you can tell us what the partners do, but um, that's probably easier to find all that stuff on our, on our website, but yeah. Um, like who, are, what, what's a partner and why have we chosen these organizations to be like the focal point of everybody's giving during this season?
1: Yeah. So I think it's important to note that as a church, we recognize that there are organizations right in our own backyard, nonprofits that are, that are doing things a hundred times better than what we could try to do when we replicate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just to name a few, were were the ones that we just went over, CareNet, Hope Street. Um, but I'm sure that there are organizations right in your backyard as well. Um, and so by partnering with them, we're not competing with these organizations, but we're actually multiplying our efforts. Um, here at the Ridge, our our vision is to bring the hope of Jesus into every home. And we I we recognize that we can't do that alone. And so by partnering with organizations, we're just, we're able, like I said, we're able to multiply that um, more than what we would be able to do by ourselves. And so So, several. So
0: kind of like the concept of like, if, if we know there's a need for like a food pantry, we don't necessarily start a food pantry. We empower an organization that's doing that and like that type of thing
1: absolutely which is an
0: example right
1: absolutely and that's a great example um last year at the beginning of covid um what we had challenged our people was to um to stock a uh, a container full of food mm. and it wasn't a container that we were giving away, but we actually gave these two area food pantries that we knew that they knew what they were doing. Yeah, um, so we they just wanted the to
0: infrastructure, come- They have the knowledge. They know the best people to do all that stuff.
1: Absolutely. Gotcha. And so several years ago when we, we were looking at creating a strategy on how we were looking at organizations, we knew that we wanted to focus our efforts primarily on um, children in poverty and so we started asking ourselves tough questions like, do we believe in their mission? Do we believe in their leadership? Um, do we believe the way that they're serving the community? Is this an organization that's developmentally minded? Is a pretty big one, meaning that they're not just. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: You, you got me. You got me. For
1: sure. So, meaning that. We're, they're not just giving away free resources, but they're looking to serve the person as a whole and equip them and so that they can grow and develop their own skills and their own healthy habits. Um, it's always the example of you can teach a man, you, you can give a, a, a fish to a man and he'll eat for a day, but you can teach a man and he'll he'll eat for, for a year, but you can give him a pole and, and that's truly coming alongside him and helping him. So these are the things that we've learned. And this is how we really want to come alongside organizations and support them, not only financially, but with people power too. Like, yeah. are, do we have an opportunity to serve these organizations, um, you know, with our people? And so that's another big factor in in the organizations that we were looking at.
0: Yeah. So just curious, kind of building, you may not have been a part of that process of selecting. I don't, um, I don't know if you were involved in it at that point, but what does that process look like when you're trying to vet an organization essentially? Like, is that lots of conversations? Is that like what they've done? What does that look like?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And so when I came on board um, (laughs) three years ago, what's today? The, The second? So three years ago yesterday. Oh my
0: goodness, really? Wow. <laughs> hey, happy anniversary.
1: Thank you. Um, we did have some partners in place. Uh, not all of them are the same partners we have today. Um, gotcha. After we, we sat down and we reevaluated some of those organizations, um, we realized that they, they weren't in line with our strategies um that we didn't have an opportunity for our people to serve them on a regular basis and just so
0: just to clarify this doesn't necessarily mean that they're bad organizations it just didn't mean that they were in line with kind of where our momentum was taking us
1: correct um and not to say that we don't still have a relationship with them we absolutely do it's just that we um when we're looking to partner with organizations, these are organizations that our church, again, we twofold, we give financially, and we give with people power. And we give mm-hmm. with um, also communication efforts, you know, as far as what are we communicating from stage, what are we communicating within the emails that we send out, and we we just want to prioritize, prioritize prioritize, that didn't come out right, um, <laughs> those organizations, um, more than the relationships that we have built, not to say that they're not important. Um, but just as we're looking at, at those factors, that's how that's sort of the the litmus test that we use, so to speak. Um, and so some of the organizations, again, we were no longer partnering with them, but we still have a relationship with them. Um, and when we look to bring on new partners which we have done in the last two years um we definitely do a lot of research um yeah. again researching their leadership interviewing their uh their leadership um kind of looking over some of their their financials making sure that they are making some sound decisions um making sure that morally and ethically we align with one another so that we know that we're sort of headed in the same direction and that we can support each other in that in that way
0: so maybe based on some of that process versus maybe some of the stuff you've learned and all of your own research in this role as like compassion director there's so many charities out there right yeah. and we're almost bombarded with requests whether it's a sarah mclaughlin song on the on the tv <laughs> you know or, or whatever it is um What advice would you give to somebody, um, you know, that's trying to figure out where they should donate, you know? Uh, I mean, obviously, we're saying like, hey, give to live big, right? (laughs) So that's part of it. But, you know, like holistically, maybe throughout the year.
1: Yeah. So you could absolutely, here's the thing, you could absolutely go and do all your own research. You can find organizations that align, again, morally with who you are and the values that you have. But my recommendation, and maybe because this is the the role that I have and the seat that I sit in, um, go to your local church and ask them what organizations they're partnering with, because they've already done Hmm. most of that, that work for you. Um, And so my hope is just like the Ridge, they can provide you with the information on the organizations that they have built relationships with over the years. And so when somebody comes up to me at the Ridge and they're sort of like, hey, um, and this has happened, um, individuals will come up and say, hey, I have some some money that we would like to to donate to another organization. Um, I usually can provide them with the list of partners that we have and say, this is for you to decide. Here are all the partners that we work with. Um, mm-hmm. Do a little bit of investigating. Let me know which which one or two is sort of piquing your interest, and let's let's talk about them. Mm-hmm. And maybe even let's go and uh, let's go on a field trip together. And um, I've had the the executive directors at. Every one of our partners step up and say, "Yeah, come on in with um, whomever that is, and let's do lunch and and do a tour of our building." And um, it's been pretty impactful.
0: Do you generally suggest that people find? I mean, obviously, if God's calling you in a certain direction, go there. But like, do you typically find that like local charities um, connect with people's hearts, or I don't want to say better financial investment, but um how do you weigh the like local versus global charity impact?
1: I would say think global, but act local.
0: Ooh. Um <laughs> is that, what, what, that sounds really good. What does that mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: um what may be right for you is not necessarily right for the person sitting next to you. Um and so when we're when we're thinking about all of the different people that we're sitting next to um, my heartstrings are going to be pulled a little bit differently than your heartstrings. We all in a big conceptual way want to support the least of these, right? Mm -hmm. We all want to, we all want to help those that are broken and those that are lost and those that, that need help. And that's globally, but where do our morals and values align, and and specifically, um, do those organizations exist in my backyard, or is it um, somewhere else? And so we try to we try to work through that. Um, I have five here personally at the Ridge. We have five local partners. We have one national partner, and we have two global partners. So. We've spread it, we, we can spread it out a little bit, um, yeah. but a lot of times when people want to support, they do want to support their backyard. And mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but sometimes for us, that national partner is um, the Navajo Nation. And so if that's something that you feel very strongly towards, then, then we're gonna talk about that. Um, and so there's no right or wrong answer, um, but I do find that Majority of the time somebody does want to support their own backyards, which is why our numbers sort of are bigger there than anywhere else. Does that help? Yeah, totally. Okay.
0: <laughs> if somebody's in if an individual is listening, right, and they're they're looking up charities, are there any red flags? Because I know that's one of the things that people worry about. Like, is my money being spent wisely? Is that stuff going well? Obviously, don't necessarily name organizations, but what would be something to look out for?
1: Yeah. So there are are a couple of um, websites that you can go to um, that you can look up the nonprofits and they'll tell you how much of your donation is going towards programming and services and how much is going towards leadership and um, operational costs. And so for me, some of those big red flags are when you have most of the most of that donation going towards leadership and organizational dollars, versus where you want it to go towards is services and programming. Now, every organization has to have some operational costs. Right. It's just how is that broken down? Um, those are some of the red flags. You know, when we specifically here at the Ridge. Um, partner with organizations we look at that that's part of the the financial combing that we go through mm-hmm. um but we also want to know specifically with live big uh the wish list item is generally how these dollars we want to be good stewards because it's through the generosity of our people right so we right. want to make sure that it's going towards something pretty significant um and and last year and the year before it has always been something tangible that they, they need. Um, this year we've asked for um, our partners to really think about a program um, that they're looking to invest in. So it's different for them. Um, it's a different way of thinking about how they generally uh, work, partner with us. And so it actually took some of them uh, a couple of weeks to really think about what is this program? Um, how is it going to impact our people? And is it something that you wanna come alongside and support? And so for example. Um,
0: oh, good. I, I was hoping you, could, you were allowed to share an example. Yeah. I, I was hoping, I, that's where I was going. <laughs> uh,
1: for example, uh, Hope Street this year, um, they wanna start a program
0: Yeah. Could you real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Could you like explain like maybe one or two sentences? What is Hope Street?
1: Yeah. So Hope Street is a uh, residential facility. They have like 26 apartment units in um, Milwaukee's central city. They're off of Capitol. Um, Fun fact, that is the uh, number one incarcerated zip code in our country. And so it's in a pretty tough neighborhood. Um, And so the, the residents at Hope Street, um, they, they work as a community and, um, the goal isn't to stay at Hope Street. The goal is, Mm. is to build, again, build those healthy habits, um, grow, um, as an individual, grow spiritually, go, grow, um, physically so that they can, they can move out and, um, Be a part of a new community. Now, um, so there's like a lot of
0: people that like maybe transitional housing or it's very transient type of thing. Yeah. Yep.
1: It's very transient. Um, On average, I think that that an individual or a family stays about eighteen months. Gotcha. Um,
0: Um, and they have a kind of a cool wish this year. What's what's their wish?
1: Yeah, they want to hire a counselor to be on staff to um assist the residents in um what's life after hope street look like? Because mm-hmm. sometimes when you're you're living in that you're living like they are, you you can't always dream or see the the long goal. So the mm-hmm. counselor is there really to say, okay, what does the next three months look like? What does the next six months look like what does the next year look like and and how do we start developing those skills to get you to um that next whatever time frame it is um what do we need to put in place is it do we need to get some type of financial class for you do we need to get you into um a spiritual assessment um so that we can just empower you to to take that next step. And so they're looking to hire um, somebody for their staff to come alongside that program. Um,
0: I love that. I love that. I love that Um, that's the thing that we're hoping they're wishing for. Like, hey, how are you doing something that's gonna be so influential to a community and getting people back on their feet and like setting them up for success like in a sustainable, impactful way. That's like, Mm -hmm. that's really awesome. Okay. So live big. So every year we do this big event for live big. What's in store for us this year?
1: Oh man. I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. So every year we have that one big event that is an easy on ramp for anybody to serve. Um, and so as a team, as my team sort of looked at opportunities, how can we support our partners? How can we support our community? We just saw this need um, to bring the joy and wonder back into the holidays. Um, You know, we've lived in this pandemic world for a while, and we just kind of wanted to to bring the laughter back. And so our goal is to serve 2000 kids and their families with a little Christmas cheer. And Mm. so we are hosting a winter wonder fest where we're going to be able to provide every registered child with a toy and just a day of fun, come here and get the hot cocoa and the cotton candy, get sugared up, do it, do a craft, take a picture, but walk away um, with a little, not just a toy, but with some memories with your family. And um man. And
0: this and this is for a specific community, right?
1: This yeah, so this is for um Milwaukee and the suburb, the the communities that surround the Milwaukee area, more mm-hmm. specifically. Um were, we're what 15 minutes from Milwaukee, if that. And so mm-hmm. we really, again, when we talk about our backyard, we really wanted to look at the the kids and the family of those communities that are in the Ridge. If that, if you know what I mean, like the people that come to the Ridge, they're not just from Greenfield, Wisconsin. They're from New Berlin. They're from West Dallas. They're from Oak Creek. And these are all surrounding communities around the Milwaukee area. So we kind of zoned in on those, those cities. Um, we also zoned in again on our priorities, um, children and poverty. So Mm. how could we, um, specifically support those families? And, um, so yeah, we've, we, my team gathered and we created a list and, uh, the, the invites are going out to those families this week. Um, but this isn't something that I can, I can't serve 2000 kids by myself and my family can't serve 2000 kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can probably cover about half that with your energy, Kelly. But, um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, I mean, literally when we write, we have all of the serving opportunities in front of us, there's hundreds of serving opportunities. Mm. Um everything from the outdoor activities to holding a door. You don't know how important it is for somebody to just feel welcome into a building that they've never been in before Um, to the toy rooms to, we're actually having a, a, an area for families who are still COVID cautious to, to have a drive up option Mm -hmm. um, because we want to be able to serve those families as well. And so we need, Lots of people for this event to be successful. And um it's this is something that you can serve with your family, your friends, your co-workers, um, any group that you're a part of. Man, if your kids are in club soccer, yes, bring them along. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a part of a sewing group, yes, bring them along. Um, because it this is about again bringing that joy and that wonder um, back into the holidays. Mm-hmm. And so, I encourage you. I encourage you to go. You can find the the sign up if you're here in our local area.
0: Um, in our show notes, you can find it there. I, I know. I just I totally sniped you, but we'll link. We'll link there. <laughs> we'll we'll link to everywhere you can find it in the show notes. That was I was super hoping you were going to do just that. Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. <laughs>
1: So yeah, you can go to the show notes, you can sign you can find the uh the sign up. Um it'll be in the the Live Big website and so we'd love to to welcome you and and sort of show you around the ridge and if you're not in our area, you can you can still find probably um, organizations that you can serve in your local area. I highly recommend doing that too through your through your local church.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love the idea of you know, no matter where you are. Um, if you might mean one, if you want to contribute to, to live big, you can do that wherever, if you want to contribute financially. Um, but, but also figuring out Hey, where's that local, if you're connected to a church currently, where are the places that they're partnering with where you can invest your time and your money. And then also, you know, you can do some research on your own as well. into some organizations that, um, Really making a big impact that you align with and you really trust the the vision, the direction, and uh, the leadership there. So,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: Thank you for sharing with me, Kelly. Thank you for sharing with everybody else. And yeah, just thank you. Excited for this live big season.
1: I look forward to being on again.
0: You will be, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my conversation with Kelly. I loved hearing her heart and her passion for partnering with people that are making an impact. If you're interested in partnering with us during Live Big, check out the show notes or go to theridgecc.com slash big. I think some overall takeaways are to be purposeful when you're deciding what organizations to support. Is God directing you towards something specific? Are they utilizing their resources well? Is their mission one that you support holistically? Well, next week, I'm going to be sharing a conversation with Victor, who is the Ridge Kids Pastor. And we're going to talk about how to help kids become more generous and compassionate. So thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any hopeful and helpful conversations.